What's up, y'all? My name is G. I'm your host, and welcome to a new episode of Fit the Description, where various Black men come together to talk about life, society, entertainment, culture, news, and whatever else we want to talk about from a variety of Black men's perspective. And um, tonight, let me introduce who we have on here. So, oh, great. Somebody left, like, right when we started. Thanks, B. So, um, if you guys like to introduce yourselves, so actually, let me introduce you. Let me start by introducing Norris, who was here from the beginning, and now he's back. So, if you want to introduce yourself real quick, man. Oh, hello. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I'm just playing. Uh, basically, I'm Norris. I, you can see my name there, but most likely you're probably listening, so you need to hear my voice. Uh, with that being said, I am obviously Norris, but at the same time, I have a multitude of roles that I carry. But we're not here for that, so I ain't going to go on with that. I'm just a cool guy just to be here and talk about the subject at hand. That's it. Right. See, the rest of y'all can learn a thing or two from him about introductions. The next person on here right now is James. <laughs> so I'd like to introduce James D. Evans, if you want to introduce yourself real quick. Hi. Uh, I got K. Dawson now. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know what happened to James. Oh, looks like he's having any issues. Okay. All right. James, you here? Yeah. Uh, you want to introduce yourself real quick, man? Sure. I'm Jimmy D. I'm from the good times. Okay. The good times. <laughs> and lastly, tonight, we got B. Uh, uh, what's up, everyone? Randy Vernon. Sorry, this guy here. I'm hot. Burn up. And, uh, yeah. I hope I have a good show. All right. So anyways, you know, I I'm actually came prepared tonight. Just a couple of topics I want to talk about. So I decided I want to do this every three months where we give you guys updates on like our financial progress or what we're investing in, all that kind of stuff. Because I know we did it earlier on. Now it's June. I want to do another one. And then the next one was September. And then we'll do the last one in December. Kind of give you a rundown of the year. So I thought... We'll go ahead and start off this podcast by talking about basically our, our investments, our finances, how we're doing with them, if we're doing any better. And like I said, since we got the finance finance crew, you know, I, I thought we'd start there tonight. So um, I guess since um, I know James C. Evans doesn't know really much about crypto, which we'll start on down the second half, I guess we'll start off with stocks. So, and I don't know if you know anything, Norris, but I mean, just chime in when you can. Okay. <laughs> but um actually B I'll, I'll let you start off. Um Wait, no, 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 no start off for me. Uh uh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. All right. And I just got to the house, you guys. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So let me talk with I guess I'll start off with you, James. Um can you tell us how it's since the last time we talked, how you've been doing with your stocks, man? Is there, have you got anything anything you're interested in? No, I sold all my stocks. I still can't. What 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 did you say? Oh man, we're having audio problems. People ain't ready. <laughs> all right, you know what? Uh, uh, I I got uh, uh, I'll start. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, there we go. 
going back to the stocks um so yeah so i i was actually in amc just like ub i actually well just so everybody knows what's happening right now is i guess i guess amc is going through a short squeeze right now so the the price of it has went sky high and um i i actually wasn't with amc i actually sold like back when i first got into it because I, I originally had about i want to say six stocks of amc amc then i got rid of it and now i wound up with four and then I should have held on to it, and that was my fault. But when it was going up, I bought out once I made my money back because I'm like, okay, I want to make my money back, and I kept two in there. And just kind of like what happened with B was, um, I actually set it so it sold at like right when it hit fifty. And so yeah, so basically I'm out of AMC. I sold all my stocks. I was thinking about buying back in. I said if it goes back down to forty nine, I may buy back in. But right now I made my money back. I made a profit, so I'm pretty happy. Um, just like B, I haven't really been in stocks as much as I used to be, but I will say this. Right now, I am green. I'm not going to tell you where I'm at money-wise, but I will say this. I I, I've actually have profited already, so it's pretty cool. Um, I'll just tell you straight up. Like, I'll just tell you how much I made. I made, from, from what I put in, I actually made about $400 in stocks, so... It's it's pretty cool. I mean, it definitely works. It takes a lot of time. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's it's a grinding process. If you if you want to get into stocks the way we're getting into stocks, it's gonna basically be a grind fest. So so basically, if you're gonna get into stocks, my advice is to basically choose something that you're interested in, hold and hope that it works out. Um, uh, some of the other stocks that I'm also in, I, I'm I'm in a I'm really big into tech. That's the big thing I'm into. I'm into the future. I know it's kind of, as we recording this video, I know it's pretty, it's pretty in the red, but I mean, I, like, I always tell people, you know, 
you want to when you go into stocks, I recommend you look at the future. You look towards the future. Um, the other one that I'm in is in recovery stocks, which besides um, well, I'll just I'll just put it like this. My airline stocks is doing great. Like I'm totally green in my airline stocks because I bought that at the beginning of 2020 and my airline stocks are doing great. So I'm in the green with that. Um, I'm not really ready to take profit right now because the thing is, is that if I take it right now, just, just so you guys know, when you invest in stocks, it's kind of important that you try to keep your stocks for a year because if you don't, then you're going to wind up having to basically pay taxes. So when you invest in the stock market, unless you get a big plus up, you kind of want to hold on to it for a year. So you paid, you pay the least amount of taxes than what you got to pay for. So, so yeah, so right now I'm in my stocks. I'm pretty much holding right, right now. I haven't really been big into that. The bigger conversation is probably, at least for me, I'd probably be, it's going to be in more crypto, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm doing pretty well. I mean, I'm up, not where I want to be. It is definitely a slow hey, grind. You're, you're, oh, you're, you're kind of breaking up. I'm breaking, breaking up. Yeah. All right. All right, am I better now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I've, I've been hearing a lot of breaking up so far, so hopefully I'm I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But anyways, yeah. So that's why I am with stocks. I'm I'm pretty much in the green. It's going well. Um, again, you know, and I'll, I'll just be honest with you. If you really want to make money in stocks, in my personal opinion, in my opinion, it's more of a high risk, high reward. You're gonna have to put a lot in to get a a lot out of it. So. But yeah, I'm in the green. It's going well. Um, all my stocks are, I'm not, all my stocks, most of my stocks are in the, in the red, but what's in the green is what matters. And that's why I'm making most of my money off of. So yeah, you know, it's doing pretty well. I don't really know what I'm going to be going into next, but I'm, I'm just basically trying to, you know, stick with tech. So that's kind of my recommendation. Um, other than that, um, yeah, but you got anything else you might want to add? Um, uh, I mean, how's uh, uh, the medicinal? Uh, I've been I've been looking at it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because that's that's another stock I I am actually in. I'm actually am in in. Um, it's doing pretty bad. <laughs> Those are all red. I add into it when I can, like very slowly. I just kind of try to trickle in because I'm I'm in those stocks and I'm in it a little bit. Basically, I'm in it in a, on a different platforms. I'm in it in Webull. I'm in it in in one finance where I have my biggest where I have my biggest stake, and I have some in um some of those in um E Trade. But I would say I always trickle into in one finance. But yeah, right now I would say those stocks right now are red. Which I mean, honestly, I mean to me those stocks will never. Those thoughts to me would never really be anything. Oh, let me say this. We're not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. If you lose your money, that's on you. We cannot help you. You know, this is just what we're doing. This is the process that we're going through. So if you listen to us and you lose your money, that's on you, buddy. Understand we're working in this. We kind of got into this, at least me, got into this probably two years ago. So do not be mad if you lose your money, if you listen to me. This is just how we feel and what we think. Gotta add that in. I forgot to add that in, in there in, in the beginning. My recommendation, if, if you want a good one to me, is Tillery. I mean, that's that's just what I think is a good one. Like that's that's kind of my biggest holding is Tillery because Tillery is actually making deals. 
I because I think they just made it they just merged with another company that I was actually invested in. So I actually got more artillery stocks because of it. So I'm pretty happy. Oh, but perfect. I mean huh? What is that uh, it started with the A. I can't remember what it was called. No, no well, what, what, is, what does it do? Oh, the Tillery? Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's just it's just a marijuana stock, but the reason why I like oh, that oh, okay, one, okay. Yeah, the, the reason why I like that one is because it just recently merged with, um, it, it merged with another with another stock. So so two companies merged, and I think they're, they're actually making deals over in Europe right now. So that's why I, I kind of like them, but I'll be honest with you, those stocks probably won't do anything unless legalization happens on the federal level. So if if legalization if legalization happens on the federal level, I think those stocks are going to blow up. But other than that, I mean, right now it's all in the red. So I mean, in my personal opinion, this is time to buy. So all right. yeah. So, hey James, are you finally back, man? No. All right, good. We can hear you. So, man, um, would you mind updating everybody on like how your stocks are doing a little bit? You know, like kind of what some of your recommendations are. Well, let's see, because I'm in the desert, so my phone may drop again. All right, fair uh, enough. Let's see. Uh, what was I gonna say? What would I recommend people? Hey, man, I just uh, I sold all my stocks, and now I'm dealing cocaine. <laughs> It's one. It's, it's great. It's great, man. It's great. No, um, I don't know, dude. Just take stuff you're interested in. I tell people to do the research. Do the yeah. research and stuff you're interested in, and then just you don't have to buy a ton. Buy a little bit. See how it does. If it's doing good, then let it roll. If you see it fluctuating, buy a little more. See what happens. You know. Don't yeah. put your whole life savings into the stocks. Yeah. Um. Last time we talked, I forgot what you were saying. You were you were saying you were into options, right? Yeah, yeah. I started getting into options. It's, for me, it's easier because I don't have to like stare at stocks all the time. And uh, a couple, you know, thirty minutes a day, kind of look at what the hell's going on. Um, but I'm still not completely into that. I'm still like just a little bit here and there. You, I mean, you make a couple of bucks. It's pretty easy, you know. Thirty day option you know, 15, 30 day option or something like that, you, you'll, you'll stand to make a couple of bucks and you just keep going back. But that's, I mean, the more I look at it, it's just gambling. So you're just betting against the other person. Hmm. I can buy a hundred shares of stock and I can buy it in an option. I can put a put or call on it. And then I'm just saying basically either that stock, I think that stock's going to go up or I think that stock's going to go down, you know, so I'm buying it at this price. So, you know, if it goes down and you buy it, then, you know, you still have to buy it at the price I bought it at. So that means I win, you know, if it doesn't, then, you know, whatever, then I lose. But at the end of the day, you make it's, it's gambling, but it's easier gambling than putting your money in the stock market and hoping that the stock market doesn't crash. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, though. I mean, I mean, which ones are you looking at? Which ones are you kind of into? If you could kind of talk a little bit about it. Ones that you might be big on, ones that you might be looking at. 
in stocks. Yeah, in stocks. Oh man, my stocks are all over the place. You know, a little bit of EV, a little bit of weed. You know what I'm saying? Um, what else do I have? Uh, something in the entertainment industry. So like uh, cruise lines. I got big holdings in like you know Carnival and Royal. Yeah, I got some of that. When too. they when yeah when they were down, dude, I went ham on that because obviously it's gonna go back up eventually. You know. Yeah. But I'm those my- are all long termers. You think so? Yeah, dude. I'm not. Look, at the end of the day, uh, Royal Caribbean is is unless they're gonna fold sometime, which I don't see them doing that. Um, that stock is is gonna go up. It's gonna go back up to where it was. Yeah, so buying it at you know ten fifteen dollars a share, but then looking, the shares used to be fifty sixty bucks. Oh yeah, uh, it's gonna be a payday eventually. Oh, yeah. I just don't, you know, I don't have to worry about it. I don't even have to look at this every day. I'll just look at it, you know, once a quarter, you know, whenever I check in and go, okay, that's cool. Whatever it's at, even if it goes back down, I don't give a Yeah. And the same thing with Carnival. Carnival is a little bit different because uh, uh, Carnival Cruise Lines, they be kind of tripping sometimes. But <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, it, 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 should, it should pan out. Just like EV. Like the EV stocks I have, I actually don't have a lot in the actual cars. I did other shit like uh, I've got Batteries a lot in batteries. Yeah. yeah. Well, chargers. Yeah. Yeah. And charging stations. Because yeah. those will obviously always be around, you know, as long as there's EV, especially how everybody's trying to go green. So, yeah. Yeah. That's where my stock is. I don't have a ton of weed and like that, but and pharmaceuticals, not really a lot because. Most, even though pharmaceuticals are always be around, I'm kind of more putting my my eggs into the whole electric vehicle. That's that seems like to be the next bubble. Yeah, I agree with that. It was technology uh, before. I think it's EV now. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I actually do. That's that's like, I mean, like I, marijuana, like like weed is, is cool. Don't get me wrong. I dig how your portfolio is, but. Weed is a gamble too because it's if they legalize it, it's yep. gonna go through the roof. Yeah. EV ain't no legalizing to it, bro. They coming with these goddamn electric cars, you know. Yeah, that, that's why I'm in the process of trying to buy the dip on on some of them. I mean, one of my, one of the ones I'm looking at right now is Plug. I kind of like that one. Yeah. Okay. So. I think I got a lot of Blink. Blink. Yeah, I heard a Blink too. Uh, good. Um, yeah. But then there's going to be an EV war in a second. Yeah, I agree. But so. at the same time, I, I feel like if, if you're in Tesla, you're you're keen. Like that's to me the one you want to get into. Yes, but if you're in Tesla, that's like, okay, you're going to make money, but you have to be in Tesla. If you're not in Tesla and if you're not in Tesla heavy, I mean, yeah. if you really want to make some retirement money, you got to be in there full force. Yeah. no, That I, I, I am not. Yeah, yeah, I t- t- totally agree. I mean, I, I'll, I'll say this: I'm in Tesla, and I'm happy. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I'm not. In, I'm not in there like I want to be. Mm. Like I'll say this: if if you're one of those people that I I know about, I won't say who, but if you're one of those people I know about that has about like 300 shares, especially a couple of months ago, oh man, you pretty much pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I know a few of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much a 401k situation. 
Yeah, th- th- that that's why that's why you. Know, I mean, if I could, like, if I if I if anything ever hits big, I'm taking I'm taking a ton of money and putting it straight into Tesla immediately. I really like Tesla. But yeah, I, I, I think it's cool. I don't, I don't, I'm not in love with it. I, I I'm only in love with Tesla because how much they cover in the EV space. They have their own charging stations. They have the talk about doing batteries. They have they do the cars. They basically do a lot of stuff. Where like a lot of the other EVs are like specialized in places. Tesla it's kind of all in one. Mm, I mean. I'm pretty sure my next purchase is going to be some. Well, I don't know how to say that again. You broke up a little bit. Said, I'm pretty sure my next uh, purchase will be some index funds. Yeah, I, I'm in the um, S&P 500 right now. Oh. I mean, well, I own a percentage of it. I don't own a full one yet. Yeah. So. Hello. Yeah, hello. Hello. Oh man, J- James might be going. Oh. James, you back? No. Yeah, I'm here. Sorta. Okay. <laughs> Sorta. Yeah. It looks like you're driving through a dead zone. Yeah. Well, I told you. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I told you I was, though. Hmm. Trying to drive as fast as I can. <laughs> um, are you still in Neo? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. I- All right. So I think we lost James. I guess he's going to a dead zone. So um, you back? <sighs> No, not bad. <laughs> All right. So, um, middle of a canyon right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if you want to, man, um, because you keep going in and out, I'll move on to the next person real quick and it will come back to you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Because you don't know nothing about crypto, do you? Look, look, I'm a crypto. What? <laughs> Not what I was asking, but okay. But anyways. Say crypto. <laughs> hey, Norris, so um, is there anything you can add to this conversation if you're there, man? Uh, sure. <laughs> right. um, just to take it back to, I guess, basics and really thinking it through. All right, cool. Um. It's a timing game. It's one of these things of you, you're investing your time because you time and money, but um, you have to pay attention at least somewhat. And at the same time of you doing that, there are certain times in the industry where it's better to get in here than at a later point in time, because as time progresses, everything increases. So you may not have as much in the beginning. I don't know what a particular person may or may not be working with, but at the same time of all of it happening, literally you might only have like, I don't know, a hundred bucks <laughs> to your name, but at the same time, you're not gonna 
because of life circumstances. You're not supposed to, uh, oh, I'm gonna put all this in there. Even though it's a hundred dollars for some people that they look at that, like that's not that much money. But then for that person and their circumstance of the time, that's everything they got. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's mainly a time thing. So once you start chipping away and starting, you keep adding. That's the point of the investment. You keep adding. Now you have to also do your due just diligence and making sure you're researching who you're investing in. Like some people like to have mixed portfolios. Some people don't want to do that. They want to more so invest in one of these companies because they're doing good or whatever their reasoning may be. But at the same time, it's all about time. And it's yeah. going, okay, how much do you think you could stick in and around this company? Because they might take a dip here because of this, that, and the third of something happening, you know? But then they might have a recovery that go up like 150%. So it's like, I don't know. It's risky. But at the same time of all of it, it's all about time. So it's better to get in when we're going through the dips for anybody. It doesn't matter if you're already invested. Oh, let me reinvest a little bit of money if I believe in this company like that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So then at the same time, you're, you're, you're making a real profit because of what the company is capable of and is doing not all hopes and belief of should have could have would have been hypotheticals that don't work <laughs> yeah so that's why i always tell people like and, and it's just not even in uh stocks or cryptocurrency or anything like that that's a a life thing like mm -hmm. so you have to uh kind of think of it that way in perspective because uh cryptocurrency right now is moving a little bit fast you know but hold on, hold on, hold on. we'll get we'll get into crypto in a sec <laughs> that's gonna be an entire second segment of this but I'll just keep it on stocks because <laughs> okay. most people know about stocks not yeah. to be know about crypto so but stocks is more of a a slow game what yes. do i mean by that like it's a slow and steady game it's not a a, a thing you come in today and then tomorrow you're a billionaire. It can happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. What I am saying is literally, it's more of a long game. It's not something that you, uh, oh, I, I'm going to be a millionaire overnight kind of thing. You put a little bit of time, you put a little bit of research in that thing. So then that way you're risking. Why? Because you're putting your money here, there, or wherever you're putting it. And at the same time, you may not get that money back. And it might just keep dipping, dipping, dipping. And then you go, well, this is too much for me to lose. You take what you got, what you can, you take it out. Then you sit there going, damn, the next day that shit is skyrocketing. You go like, I should have just left it alone. So again, it's a timing thing. How much time you got on your hands of what you can do or what you got. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with that. And I, I guess I want to add in a little bit more because I mean, you know, you, you, what you said is totally right. Um, just to kind of add on onto that. So this is something, you know, listening to people and, and listen to other investors because understand this information is not all coming from me. I mean, I, I've been doing my research. I'm studying. I'm listening to other people. So I'm not an expert, like I said before. So please don't take this as financial advice. We're not, you're not some financial advisors. We're just trying to, you know, every three months trying to give you guys some more information, what we've learned. So, but um, 
with that being said, so one thing that somebody said, and um, I think you, I, I do agree with, is every paycheck you should put at least a hundred dollars into into the stock market. You know that that that's how you really should do it. So every time you get paid, put like a hundred dollars trickle in because. So there's kind of to me, I feel like there's like two ways to go into the stock stock market. There's going in, well, three ways. There's the chance way, which can it work, but highly unrecommended where you just put all your money into the stock market. I, I, you know, I hear, I heard of like one financial advisor who based, well, not one financial advisor, but one dude who does finances. He basically said that he doesn't even have, he doesn't have any money in his banker savings. He just puts all of his money into, um, into stocks, which I truly don't recommend, but you know, for him, cause he has a lot of money. It's just like, like he, he's one of those, he's one of those people who believe in let money work for you, which I agree with. But I, I particularly where you're at in life, don't do that. <laughs> at least that's my recommendation. I don't, I'm not going to say it doesn't work because that person's a millionaire. But in my personal opinion, I wouldn't do that. The other way, and to me, if you're like, like I said, if you don't work in with, if you're not working with much money and don't really ha- have much income, to me, I recommend you trickle in. Like, you know, like every paycheck, put some money in put like 100, 200, don't break yourself, but just put as much as you can. And like Nora said, do your research, know what you're investing into, make sure you like what you're investing into, make sure you trust the product, know, knows what's going on, you know, do your research, don't just put your money into anything. Yes, I say Tesla, but I know Tesla. Yes, I'm heavy on Tesla. I'm a Tesla bull, which I'll tell you straight up, most people say never be bullish on any company. That's a very bad idea, you know, because that's how people wind up losing everything. But I'm, 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 I'm the bad idea guy where I'm very bullish on Tesla. And if I ever get, if I ever get enough money that I can spare, I'm definitely going to put more money into Tesla. I'm, I'm heavy on Tesla. I really do believe that thing's going to be worth a couple thousand one day, but that's just me. But again, don't take me as a financial advisor. The last way, and this is kind of how you really win is again, it's a high risk, high reward, you know, putting a bunch of money in there, but that's only for people who have money. Like, you know, I know some, I know of some guys who put like a million dollars into stocks, but again, they're multimillionaires, so they can do that. And that's kind of like probably the best way to win. Cause understand if you put, if you had like a, let's say you were $20 million, you put like a million dollars into stocks and you know, that thing goes up like a small percentage, that's a humongous return because you put so much money in there. So that's the thing is that, that that's the last way to me to play is high risk for high reward, at least me, at least how I feel. At least that's the way I like to do stocks. Cause I don't really like to play with options or anything like that. I just like to just invest and hold. I'm a, I'm a kind of whole guy. So that's just kind of how I like to do. I like to kind of trickle in, trickle into stocks. I try to put like a hundred in there. And like I said, I've, I've actually profited, you know, I can honestly say I've actually profited. So it does work, but Norris is right. It is a time thing. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of investment. So so yeah. So does anybody else anybody else want to add anything? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, everybody good? Yep. All right. I'm not because I gotta move on. I gotta go. <laughs> oh man. So you came and you go already? I told you I tried. All right, man. If you gotta go, man. Um, if you want to, if you want to put your social media in there, because we about to get on the crypto part. Unless you want to stay for the crypto, if you got time. I wish I could, but uh, social media. You can follow some of the stuff I'm doing on Instagram, Facebook, pretty much every social media platform. Doesn't even matter. Um, for Crump Society and Norris Folk. 
So I'll spell Crump Society out just in case you don't know. K-R-U-M-P-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y, Crump Society. And then Norris Vogt, N-O-R-R-I-S-P-H-O-T. And that's it. All right. And if you ever are able, actually able to stay on a full episode, we'll go over Crump Society and, and we'll talk more about that. Okay. Sounds good to me. Thank uh, you. <laughs> no problem, man. But all right, man. You have a good night, man. All right. You too. Not all of you. All right, man. You have a good night. Hey. Uh, cool. All right. Then there were three. <laughs> oh, back to me. You know what? Are you rapping Afro Man? You damn right. <laughs> I can't believe you know it. I don't think anybody outside of where we live knew that song. Are you kidding me? Afro Man said shit. Oh, I agree. Just look. He was a he was a gangster. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> oh, dude. Come back to oh, me. Trust me, if you if you're from out here, man, everybody knows that song. So, just like uh, bums, we used to stay. Yeah. Oh, my, I, I said it wrong. Just like bums, we used to stay in the slums of LA. By the way, <laughs> damn, Afro <laughs> man, kind of stupid. Well, he's the only one who held it down out here for the AB. Sadly, he's the only one who had. Oh yeah, that 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 is a hundred percent true. Uh huh. Maybe a thousand percent. <laughs> My point. I mean, the one, the funny thing is, I don't know if people know this, but Donald Glover was actually um, born on the military base out here. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a fun fact anybody cares about. Oh, I know, but I was shocked when I found out. I mean, hey, you know, hey, it's one of those fun facts that could have stayed. In the back, nobody would have cared. You <laughs> said Donald Glover or Danny Glover? Donald. Um, uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah, that makes it even worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Found your fourth yet? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. But either way, we're going to keep this train moving and... And I know you don't know much about this subject. This is going to be the second part of it. Um, hey, hey bro, my, my Bluetooth died. Huh? Give me a sec. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That is totally fine. Because I'll, I'll just go ahead and... um Try to find a fourth for this. Uh, nah, I mean, it depends. I mean, I, I, I'm... I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not. I'm not surprised if you can't come on. I mean, I get it. You know, I know about being a crypto. <laughs> I'm sure you do. And they're close enough, right? <laughs> what you talking about, right? I mean, heck, if if, if as long as you know about making Man. money. Well, well, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I don't. I don't know if I want that kind of advice to make him. Look at here, all your cocaine, man. Cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaina, okay, look, man. With all the shit going on in the world, I can't believe this is all you want. 
talk about? No, there's more. This is just the opening. Like, I mean, it's just three months is the one thing that we know about. I mean, no, there's a lot going on. I want to go over the Floyd and Logan aftermath because we talked about it. And 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 I was damn right. That dude wasn't gonna lose. World of boxing savior, whatever. All right, okay, forget it. Okay, we'll come back to the crypto part since B's not here. Since you since you brought it, since well, I brought it up, but F it. We'll uh-huh. jump right into it. Well, we'll come back to crypto. I, I I know you gotta leave in about an hour, so you better hurry up before I go through another spot. Like I'm good right now. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. So no, okay. I okay. I'll say it like this. Now that now that we all, I mean, I saw the fight. Sure, we all saw the fight. I will uh, say I this. Saw highlights. I wasn't paying no money for that. Yeah. Okay. That that's same with me. I I didn't really. Yeah. I saw highlights I too. Yeah, I, you're right. I, well, yeah, no, I watched. The, I didn't watch shit. I watched the highlights. Okay. No, I I tell you about. No, I did watch the fight. I I I did watch the fight. I didn't just watch highlights. I watched the fight. And um, I will say this. Um, I guess Logan Paul got the win he wanted. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm so happy I didn't pay for that at all. Bro, what? Like, it's so funny. People keep talking. He went. He went. He got knocked out at one point. And he was the punch of his life. himself <laughs> bro I mean, that's he... like me that's stupid that's like it's the dumbest thing ever that's like me going to a car show parking my car sitting there all day and they hand the award because i was stupid and it was an exhibition at that. Like, there was no judges. There was not supposed to be a winner. This is something just to show off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not really going to argue that point. I'm All I'm saying is this, is that I agree with the car recommendation. If you, if you, you know, if, if you put it at the fact that you're talking about, like, the greatest car club that ever was alive and you you were your car was good enough to at least sit in their vicinity, then that, I would say that's that's definitely that definitely okay. Up. Okay, let me let me let me put sports to sports. That's like uh, somebody going to the All Star game and then trying to declare a victory. <laughs> like it's, it's stupid. Nobody okay. That's like going to the 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 baseball all-star game and then trying to click nobody's playing to win a game everybody's playing to show off it's an all-star game I have mean, you ever watched the nba all-star game do i watch them every year so yes 
it, it's literally a game of slam dunks and three pointers. I mean, it's no not really the, playing basketball. Well, except for the last two years, last year has actually been pretty good. Well, at the fourth quarter, but yes, you're right. For the most part, it's all you said the fourth quarter, bro. You, so, so you tell me one quarter out of all four of them, yeah, they was really playing basketball. No, they weren't. These dudes are around. Well, that's what I'm saying. In the last two years, no, they they actually started playing. It was they were they actually had some good competitive games the last two years. So, I can admit really? that they, yeah, they were playing. I'm 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 not. Yeah, they were playing. So, so let me. The get fourth quarter, by the way, uh, I'm talking about the fourth quarter. Yes, it was pretty competitive at the fourth quarter. Not the whole game. Not at all. So somebody, so somebody's bragging about the All Star game right now, right? Oh no, somebody's not at all. Like, oh man, you, you, you somebody's like, yeah, man, you didn't see me put up you know 13 points in the All Star game. Well, on, I mean, bro. besides Chris Paul, besides Chris Paul breaking on Magic Johnson's record, which did happen. Dude, okay, again, <laughs> is anybody hyping up that what the fuck they did in the All Star game? No. Yeah. Nobody cares about the All Star game. No, you, you, what? You care? You weren't in the All Star game. <laughs> You don't count, bro. You what you hyping up what you sitting on the couch watching TV? <laughs> I watched that. Hey, bro, I watched that game. Yeah, you gotta give me credit. I watched all four quarters of that. Like Logan Paul is it's it's just more of what I was saying when we talked about this initially. It's all a social media thing. Like yeah. it's stupid. I get knocked out. But I'm gonna say, hey everybody, I won. I I I lasted eight rounds. Bro, well, hold on, hold, no, I won. Hold on, hold on. Well, well, from what, what Logan Paul says, this is coming from his mouth, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you what you're gonna say about this. Logan Paul said he did not get out. He did, my Paul said it wrong. He did not get knocked out. What Logan Paul said was he was putting his weight on on Floyd Mayweather to try to tire him out. He fell asleep. Is that what it was? Because I've seen that. I've seen that from all angles. And when that dude got hit, he was lights out for him. He was snapping for a minute. Uh, I think Floyd Mayweather woke him up. Like, hey, hey, wake up. <laughs> it's okay. We still got a couple rounds to go. Let's do this. I mean, I- I'm just saying what came out of his mouth. He said he did not get I mean, I out. bet. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever gotten into a fight before and lost? What's oh, yeah. No, nah, man. No, nah, player. No, nah, I didn't get I didn't lose. I didn't lose that fight. <laughs> no, nah, man. I just slipped. I slipped a couple times, bro. I, he didn't hit me. I, I fell on my own. Okay. I fell on my own because I was winning so bad. You know, I fell. You know, get out of here. Tell me. Logan <laughs> Paul's a joke. He just wants to he wants to stay relevant. And this is his five, 10, 15 minutes of fame. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll say that. I mean, Logan Paul, right? No, he's a now guy. I can't say he wants to stay relevant. He is the relevant guy right now. So I can't really say okay. that. He's a YouTuber. Yes. Yes. So in the YouTube world, he's, yeah, I guess he's relevant. I don't know. Honestly, that's the crazy thing. He's relevant from cats you guys age. Yeah. I never heard of the dude before this whole Floyd Mayweather situation. Well, no, and, and and that that's exactly that that's exactly it. I mean, it's, it's generations. Like, there's a lot. Like, like, for example, if you talk to me about rappers right now, I don't know any of the new guys really. I know maybe a few, but 
I mean, I pretty much stopped listening to it. So yeah, like like when it comes to hip hop, I don't really know. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Logan Paul was kind of, I mean, he was kind of after my generation, but I was still young enough to know who he was because I was still, you know, young to know he wasn't followed. So I would say, yeah, for this generation, he isn't now. But I will say, yeah, like it makes sense that you don't know about into the boxing thing because, I mean, let's just be honest, you're what, two, three generations ahead of me? So it's it's not really that that's why I'm saying Logan Paul is he is a relevant guy now, you know. Not 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 he, he's a now, you know, he's not the he's not the past, he's the now. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. But you're talking about Floyd Mayweather. We're talking about pretty boy Floyd. We're talking about somebody who's back in the old generation and the new generation relevant. No, Floyd is so, a legend. He that he got legend status now. So, so yeah. it's just like Mike Tyson is a legend. Nobody yeah. like, like like just there's only a few people who can who can transition throughout decades. You know, like like Floyd is one of those guys. Mike Tyson is one of those guys. Um, Snoop in hip hop is one of those guys. I would say Jay Z is one of those guys. You know, very few people can yeah. do that. I mean, well, and look at it. So, yeah, Logan Paul's riding dude's coattails. I don't care how relevant you think he is. That dude's the smaller draw in this situation. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll, if I'll call it riding his coattails as much. I'll, I mean, I'll call it like he's – like I said, I think Logan Paul is the now, and, and Floyd is the legend. It's that simple. <laughs> and, uh, but that doesn't make sense. He's the now and nothing. He's the, he's the, he's the problem with the world. He was a, a, a internet gangster. Like he, he really thought he could go out there and do something. And, and it didn't work. But now he's going to say, look, hey, I lasted. Before the fight, he's like, man, I'm going to knock this dude out. I'm taller than him. I'm bigger than him. I'm stronger than him. Blah, 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 blah. After the fight, he got laid out. He was like, hey, I lasted eight rounds. That's a win for me, right? That's a win. For, that's just trying to spin it so you don't look like a complete idiot. I mean, in my personal opinion, that's his personal win. <laughs> again, let me say it again. That is his personal win. And I agree. If you feel like you won after eight rounds, personally, yeah, you won. If that's what you were going for. If that's your if that's your 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 sense of victory, I can't be mad at that for your own personal belief. Now, I'll say it like this, because we haven't gotten into it, and I'll tell you straight up. When you watch that fight and you look at it. Floyd won that entire thing. Like, he didn't lose at all. Like, all this talking about, um, you know, Logan Paul. No, 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 no. L- L- Logan Paul got whooped the entire time. And I, and I personally think Floyd was kind of messed with him most of that fight. Dude, again, why did... You're talking about a world-class boxer. Exactly. Why would he... Why did he... Like, yes, he was playing... It was an exhibition. Yeah. He's not trying to go out there and kill this guy. Yeah. No, I, I agree. If but I no, play I play basketball again. You know, if I'm playing basketball against my seven year old niece, I'm not going to slam dunk on her. Why not? You teach, you, you teach her some, I mean, some you very know, great values. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, this guy's out here boxing out. You know what I'm saying? Elbows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Slam dunking, fouling. Come on, man. Hey, hey, it's how my uncle did to me when I was a kid. I think I was I mean, like, like nine or eight years old. He backed me down, pushed me, 
Like, I don't think you understand how hard <laughs> I, I, I play basketball. Dude, I, I, I played basketball with my cousin one time just downstairs. Dude, I walked away with, 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 my, with a cut on my chest, bleeding from my chest. No man, lie. Man, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, come on, man. You serious? Like, this is ridiculous. Nobody's going to do that. <laughs> no one wants to do that. I'm just saying the Bills care. All I'm saying is, is next time you see. Uh, hello. Oh, yeah, there. Uh, no, not you. I'm eight. I'm James. Can you, can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you. You're good. Do you have like a wind noise? Good. No, nah, you're okay. You're okay. okay. Wind noise. Yeah, I'm he outside. Must, he must be outside. <laughs> yeah, if it gets bad, I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. But um, but. Okay, you know, I, I'll actually after the after the show. I had a question for you, people. I'm like, wait a minute, that's that's I, I'd ask you about that after. <laughs> but um, but no, I I mean, going back at it, I mean, I mean, looking at it, I mean, I'll, I'll say this again. I said it, I said it already. I'll say it again. Floyd definitely. If you want to talk about scorecard, whatever, they judged Floyd won that easily, absolutely. And yes, I agree, agree with you, um, James, where he did it for fun. Yeah, it's expedited. Expedit I can't say the fucking word. <laughs> Why can I not say the word? Expedition? No, not expedition. It's not expedition. Ex exhibition. It's exhibition. Uh, ex exhibition. <laughs> exhibition. <laughs> it's not a car. It's not a car, bro. It's fight. <laughs> oh man. So, yes, I mean, for the most part, everything you say, I pretty much agree with you. But, I mean, I mean, to me, though, I mean, again, if, if Logan feels like he won by lasting eight rounds, I mean, to me, I'll be honest with you because I'm not a boxer. I mean, if I can last eight rounds with um, Mike Tyson, who's like one of my favorite boxers of all time, I'll feel like I win. I didn't win the match, but the fact that I survived, like he said, I would feel like I won it too. I didn't get knocked out by Mike Tyson. Okay, understand this. If you went in a ring with Mike Tyson, you would last eight rounds. I said, that's not what I said. Why well, I said, if I could last eight rounds with Mike Tyson. No, I, no. You didn't listen to what I said. I said you would last eight rounds. If I was to train, possibly. No, you would last eight rounds. You know why? Okay, why? Why? Okay, you, you really want to know why? Yes. Because Mike Tyson doesn't want to be known for the guy who killed a fucking nobody in the ring. <laughs> Think about it. What what benefit does he get for killing you in the ring? He doesn't. So, yeah, he's just going to play with you. You guys are going to spar a little bit. That's it. You'll James, we lost you for a sec. You you back? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Like, okay. Sending me messages. But yeah, no, um, yeah, you know, he's he's not gonna kill you in the ring, so you'll be good. He's gonna bar with you, and that's it. Fight's over. You guys get paid. You walk away. Done. Same thing Floyd Mayweather did. And and again, if I could do that with my Tyson, I'll feel like a winner. If I could walk away with millions of dollars, I'll do that every every. I'll fight every fire if that's the case. <laughs> I don't know. 
I have no idea. What was that? B, what the hell? Did you fart? <laughs> oh, no. I was, op- I was opening the door. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I bet you was opening the door. No, I, I, I don't fart like that. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. <laughs> This is this is all, all I'm saying. Okay, you know what? I want to take the time, and I just want to say this. I I want to give I want to give, give give some respect to Logan Paul to this much, as you know, watching that fight. I'll say this: if he ever got into a real match, particularly with a knockout artist, um, I don't think he will last. But I will say, to me, looking at how he fights. There is raw potential there, but it's raw potential. And I could tell that he worked hard. So I'll give Logan Paul that, that much respect. He did work hard for that fight. And you can tell. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you give him a petition a participation award too. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you everybody's a winner in your eyes. No, I, again, like, what I, like I said, listen to what I said. I, I said, that's a personal win for him. And I and I can accept that, if that's a personal win. But it's not a realistic win. So, I mean, again, you're the dude that gives everybody a year. Everybody's a winner. Everybody won. Hug. Let's have be fun. As long as you had fun. Out of here. Uh, I'll... I won't. I won't say that. I. I just. Okay. So it's 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 two ways. You didn't me. say that. I said it. No. I know. No. No. I'm. 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 I'm yeah. I know what you said. I'm just gonna say it like this. I will respect people, whatever they they want to, how far they want to go. You know, like like if if your belief system is I just want to last in there for two rounds, then I respect it. This is the catch twenty two though. I'm not like that when it comes to my friends or if I know you. <laughs> this is why this is why some people are my friends and, and vice versa, why they don't always like me because the thing is, is that if you're one of my people, people, I hold you to an expectation. So, I mean, me and Keith, I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast, but me and Keith talked about it all the time. And I think I've said it on here that, that, you know, I'm not mad if you accept where you're at and that's fine. But as soon as you say that you want more and you complain about it and you don't do nothing about it, that's when I get on your ass and start becoming annoying as fuck. Ask me, he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like uh, that's the thing. It, it, I mean, again, I'll, I'll respect where you want to be, but, you know, if I feel like uh-huh. you could be more, trust me, I... I, I'm probably not the nicest. I, I want to say I'm not the nicest guy, but I could be hella fucking annoying because I'll start getting pissed off about it because I definitely hold people to a standard. Makes sense. So, so, but, and like I said, in a Logan's fall case, where, like I said, it seemed like his goal was just to get in the ring with, Logan, with um, Floyd and Lass. Hey, man. I respect it. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny or not. That be dishing. I'm just being real. Like I respect it. Yeah, you you did your thing. Congratulations. You know, like that's what you wanted to prove, and you proved. You could last in with Floyd. Now the question really is, is what happens when you deal with a guy who's really trying to take your head off? 
Go in there and fight Canelo. See what happens. Actually, um, oh god, what's his name? What's his name? I think it's I forgot his first name, but it's Wooly. Um, his brother's about to fight fight somebody. His brother, his brother's the one. That's the one that everybody like. That's the one I'm looking at. Cause his brother got everybody pissed off. <laughs> well, they're all the same. You think so? They're all the same. They they're they're just again they they're trying to be relevant. They're trying to they're trying hard. Again, I can't get the relevant thing to you because again, to me, they're not relevant. They're the now. So I can't really say they're trying to be relevant. They are relevant. That's okay. You can't say it. I can't. Well, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying for what, it, for what it is, you know. Like they are uh, relevant. Yeah, that's cool. They're, yeah, in your eyes, they're the, they're whatever. No, I'm, I'm saying for the times that they are, because again, Floyd is a legend, you know, so he's gonna oversee. But Floyd ain't what Floyd was when he's at the top of his game, you know. I, I, no, 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 no. He's a bad example because he's a legend, so he's always, he's always gonna be known. I need a better example. Who's a better example? I'm trying to think, somebody yeah. who was relevant and not relevant that. now. MC Hammer. Yeah, that's a good example. You know, in the nineties, totally relevant. Absolutely. You know, he was a guy. He was big. You know, in the nineties, in the but particularly early nineties, that was his time. Once he got to the late nineties, you know, he's not really he relevant no anymore. In the bump. <laughs> Man, why did he say that? Well, I, we can't legally play that song, but if we ever make make real money off this podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that song here one day. Pumps in the bump. Where the girls with the pumps in the bump? Oh man. Oh man, that's probably gonna be this podcast theme song. It should it should be. <laughs> but. But th- th- that that's what, what, I'm, what I'm saying, like, right now is that, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Though. Logan Paul is the now, you know. Floyd's a legend. Logan Paul's a now. I mean, I know you you don't know about, again, remember, you're like, what, two, three decades ahead of me, you know. Logan Paul, to me, is, is a guy, like, like, he's probably, I'm probably a decade above him, you know. So as he was coming up, I saw his rise. And yeah, I, I, I mean, he's, he's a, he's a, I won't say he's the guy, like he's no Drake, but he is a guy and he is relevant now. So, either way, man. You know what, B, since you, you, got, you got anything you want to add, man, before we end this topic? Yeah, man. Um... Uh, have that fight. Uh, I'm happy that everyone didn't waste the time watching it. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't uh, say that. I mean, I, I'll put a lot like like this. I mean, I'm happy to know I paid for it. I didn't pay for it. I sure hell was not going to pay for it. But keep going. So you was happy. To, so you was happy to watch it. I mean, I didn't pay for it. I put like this. I, I, I'm not unhappy. <laughs> like, you know, like, like, I'll be more angry if I paid for it. Yeah, I'll be hot. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I said, no, hang on anyone. You know, congratulations to both of them. They both made the money. Uh, if I was going to make, uh, how much, uh, 
Dave Palmay. Uh, Dave 10 Paul. million. I, uh, wherever the, the, the one, one brother. No, I, I think if I remember, I, I think what, what it was, I think I don't really know what the numbers. I, I think I think it was. I think Floyd definitely. I think Floyd made ten million. I think Logan Paul made. I think two hundred and fifty k. But they get they get a percentage of the buys. Okay, okay. So that's kind of how it is. Well, so I don't really I, know how much they made, but <laughs> but like this, no. Floyd, that got paid. Yeah, I, I, I'll play it. If, if I got offered that much money, then basically you should be possible About, about some of the fighters, particularly MMA fighters, getting pissed off because they feel like they're not being paid enough because of the of, of the Paul brothers. Well, I mean, then they need to do like Floyd did it, demand their money. Yeah, because I, cause it happened, I forgot who it was, but basically, two fighters they were in the UFC and they canceled their fight because they weren't happy that um that basically they weren't making the same money that Jake Paul and Logan were, were drawing. Well, yeah. I'll be pissed too, but I mean that's the thing. They're only getting that money because they demanded the um because they fought Floyd Mayweather and Floyd Mayweather demands to get paid. So they were just riding the coattails. Oh, I know you don't like him saying that. No, no, no. They no, were no, relevant. No. Well, the, o- the only money. reason the only only it's not about not liking you, it's just it's just fact. I mean, what was it? There was a was a YouTube and TikTok. TikTok event, and some of those guys made millions of dollars, way more than, than a regular fighter. That's cool. So, do anything. well, that's my point is, is the fact that these guys who basically aren't really fighters getting paid millions and the fighters ain't getting that much money. I mean, you know, I mean, there has to I be mean, something there to it. I'm, I mean, if you're not, if you're not getting the money if you're if you're not demanding the money then you're not going to get the money i mean obviously those mouths don't get fed so you can sit there and, and cry and be upset and be like that's not fair we're really cool and people like us and and but but we're not making that much money okay well again floyd mayweather was making nothing like when he fought like oscar de la hoya oscar de la hoya was the draw yeah and and floyd just made a couple bucks yeah. So, I mean, so, at that point. So, it goes back to what I'm saying. Every sports needs a draw, needs a guy. 
people, I don't know about every sport needs a draw, but I mean, you, if you want to make money, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to need to, you're going to need to have somebody market. Nah, thank you. That's all. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Well, that's, that's what it is. No, I, I know. I just, I just want to make sure you, I just want to hear you say that because you proved my argument right from last time. So thank you. I appreciate it. What, what's argument? Like number. About, was about, I involved in that argument? Yeah, it was a, it was the last time we, we had a conversation, not in the last podcast, but the podcast before where I sat there and say, Boxy doesn't really have a draw anymore. They don't have a guy. Well, but they've got Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, but Floyd. <laughs> and actually, I, actual and factual, like you're talking different, like you're talking about somebody marketing. That's that's marketable, a little different than just a guy. Like Mike Tyson was a guy. He was just like a dude who was laying guys out. That's how he, they were promoting him. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather is just um, like he's a marketable dude because that's what he built his whole persona into. Again, when he was Pretty Boy Floyd, he was a boxer. Now as Money Mayweather, he's more than a boxer. But he's a guy who wants money. He even said it in his interview after the damn fight. He said, "I'm uh," he said, "He says I'm a legalized bank robber." I know exactly that. I heard it, and I'm not saying you're wrong about that. But what, my point being is, is that to me, for a sport to be able to get big money and, and get major money, you need that guy. Let's go to wrestling. You know, you look at the best time in wrestling. Hulk Hogan. Well, I called Hulk it. Hogan. I called it Hulk Hogan. I'll give you Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, but I was I was Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate nah, Warrior. Not over Hulk Hogan. Oh well again, I, I said Hulk Hogan first, but then you said something else. So I'm like, Well, no, because you gotta let me finish. You want me to say the rock. You want me to say the let rock. Let me finish and let me get there. Oh, we're, we're, no. like, like I said, yes, I'll give you Hulk Talk Hogan. You're you. totally right. But in my when I really got into wrestling, the guys who drew and made big money, and everybody knew if they were there, you made big money. And like that's what they said. You'll never find a period of time like this, and probably in any athletic sports ever again, where you have two marketing guys that you could that card draws at the same time in the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. You had a bunch yeah. of guys who are wrestlers, and then you had your top guys. I'm not talking about Rock at. I'm talking about before that. The guys who I, I call them the guys who transcend to, to who basically transcend their craft. You know. Well, no, I'm saying Rockets Uncle Steve Austin, you know? And my point being is mm. that in any sport, you need a guy. If you want to make that big money, you need the, you need those guys who could draw in people for that big money. Well, yeah, they're called main eventers, if you don't know. Yeah. Wrestling's always had them. If it wasn't fucking Hulk Hogan, if it wasn't Hulk Hogan, it was after Hulk Hogan. It was, you know, like, you know, all of, well, there's the genres like Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Junkyard Dog, Ric Flair. Then you got like The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, Bret Hart. Nobody said anything about Bret Hart. John yeah. Cena, uh, the losers they got now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even argue that. I can't even argue that. Yeah. But, but, the Miz, we- uh, the, the other loser. The you know the heartbreak whole connection, uh, Shawn Michaels. 
Yeah, Sean. But but you see, but okay, but but see, that's not saying they're different classes. So you have your um, and again, I don't want to call these guys losers. I actually like wrestlers. I've actually met a couple. They're cool people. So you know, you guys ain't losers. It's just let's just say losers. I think this. I think this is this the decision making of the company right now is not the best. That's that's why I like losers. to say I don't really want to call yeah, them losers because exactly. they actually are good. You don't want to call them. Don't have because to call them losers. I call them losers. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm the nice guy here. That's fine. I'll be the nice guy. Yeah, exactly. That's what your job is, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mine, I guess I gotta be. Mine is to tell. Mine is to tell the real. Just like I said, Drake last time. Let me let me let me point this out. Roman Reigns sucks. How about that? Probably He's better now. He's better now. He is not. He is not. <laughs> and again, I blame. The company for that, I blame w- I blame WWE for that. They ruined him. Really? Because you didn't blame that with The Rock or Stone Cold or nobody. You would have blamed them. No, 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 no. Because the way he was marketed at the beginning, I, like I call, I call the Roman Reigns syndrome. I always call it the Roman Reigns syndrome. Oh. The Roman Reigns syndrome is is when a company or an organization takes a guy and forces him down down your throat to force you to like him, and you really don't like him. I mean, and the problem, the, the problem is, is it wasn't that people didn't like Roman Reigns. It's that people, like, at least for me, and like, listen to other people. So I, I'm not getting this from me. This is me doing my research, you know, because people felt a lot, a lot of people felt the same way that I did. I'm not saying there weren't, there's not people who feel differently, but the people, most people I, I listened to, I looked at felt the same way I did, was Roman Reigns was good until you started trying to force him down the throat when everybody was saying, we don't feel like he's ready. And you push him down the throat, I like he was ready. And then he got a bunch of backlash. It did, it doesn't work. Uh-huh. You can't do that. That's why I call it the Roman Reigns syndrome. It's funny. You guys call it the Roman Reigns what? Some shit? Syndrome. I call um, it that. uh, Okay, good. Because it's funny because they called it the John Cena uh, effect before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So, So John Cena, this is why I say John Cena and Roman Reigns was different. John Cena, the problem with John Cena was he never changed. It was the same thing. That's the John Cena effect. Roman Reigns Basically took that. You get what I'm saying? So he t- because Roman Reigns didn't have to be the next John Cena because Roman Reigns was already coming up. The problem was was and like I feel like like a lot of people that we felt like they pushed him too soon and they forced him down everybody's throat. John Cena, di- diff- the difference between him and John Cena was John Cena. I, like like I tell you, I liked John Cena until about 07 when he became annoying because he never changed. He was the same dude. And when people say change him up. Make him a hill, do something with him. He was the same dude, hustle, loyalty, respect, running to the range, same moves, everything. The super stuff became boring. And basically, you know, people didn't really come up behind him. And it was just never building any other top guys. And that's what happened to Cena. Cena became the reoccurring case. And like, like he outlived his, his welcome, basically, is what happened. And never made a change when he but should have. That's not really the case because think about it. Uh, John Cena was the fucking, uh, he was the doctor of thugonomics when he first came in there. Yeah. And he was, a, I'll, I'll admit this, when he first came in, he annoyed me a little bit, but then he grew on me because he got, he got better. Yeah, but that was his gimmick. He was a heel. Yeah. But once he turned into the, the face of the company, he couldn't turn back heel. They never let it. Yes, and yes, yes, and that's only because they didn't trust anybody else. And again, that has to do with WWE's development issues. So he carried; he was the face that ran the place. 
pretty. Yeah, he had, yeah, absolutely. And when he was coming out, they had to put somebody in there. There goes Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns came because his time was was running out, basically. The problem, and yes, I get why he did. The problem was they did it too soon because Roman Reigns could have naturally got there, but they started pushing him in a way and started making really bad decisions in his character that just made him, that just had everybody reject him. You sure it wasn't that he just sucked? No, not at all. When Roman, if you look at Roman Reigns before he was becoming the guy who he was, like when he was coming up with the shield and stuff, people loved Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns was the shit. It's when it's when they oh. broke up the shield prematurely, which I get why they had to do it because everybody was getting injured, so they had to break him up and and push push new guys. So when they broke him up, put him on his own, and force him into weird situation that made no sense, when he should have just been a badass running out there kicking people's ass. Yeah, you ruined his character, and then you, and then you kept forcing him down his throat, down people's throat, put him in all these all, all these situations, all these positions that like nobody really believed in. And people just felt like he wasn't ready. And then you forced us to like him. And every time people said, stop doing what you're doing, you kept doing it to the point where people started rejecting him. Yeah. Well. Is that it? <laughs> Yo, James, are, are you there? Roman, Roman Reigns sucks. That's all. I... I can't say that. I, I I won't say Roman Reigns sucks, especially now. Now, like if you watch the storyline now, he's actually. I wish Keith was here because Keith would tell you. But um, now with the storyline now, no, he's actually better. He's definitely better. I I actually like Roman Reigns now. Now that they turn him heel, so it really did. It really does help him out. That's what you say. No, just watch it. Well, it's the only one that people care about, and he's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, sure. All right, I'm I'm listening to a rebuttal, man. Thought I did. I said Roman Reigns sucked. Let me ask you this: Why do you think he sucks? Like, let, let, let's let's start there. Look, man, I didn't buy a skybox at a at a WWE event and stand up there and chant Roman Reigns sucks with everybody else because I thought he was great wrestler. So there we have it. All right. Um yeah. I mean, either way, because we're getting away from my point. The point, my big, my main point being is that no matter what, you need to draw. And and my point being is is that, you know, going back to what you're saying, like like Shawn Michaels and Triple H. This is why, why you know, particularly in the in the '90s and the early 2000s, which is which they even said from what is that, I want to say '95 to 2004, 2005 was the best time of wrestling. I mean, it definitely was. Oh yeah, the attitude. Yeah, the greatest the greatest time of wrestling was added to it. It was amazing. And so my point being is, I get what you're saying about main inventors, but the reason why why I, I, I call Rock and, and Stone Cold 
transcending stars instead of main inventors is because to me, it's Shawn Michaels, it's Triple H, Undertaker, Kane. You know, these guys were, were main inventors. These were the big heavyweights. These are the guys who you knew that, you know, that if you need a wrestling match, you need a good match, or you need some people, you put those guys in there, and, and those are your wrestlers. But I always say Rock and Austin were a class above that because they transcended their sports. So to me, you know, we, if you want to talk about Triple H and Shawn Michaels, those are main inventors, but they were kind of more in their industry. So they're known in their industry. If you don't know nothing about wrestling, like if, if, if let you know about wrestling, you don't know about Triple H and Shawn Michaels. You have no idea who they are. But even if you didn't know about wrestling, you knew about Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock because they're transcended superstar. They're draws that brought people in. I knew people that literally just would watch wrestling or, or would like would, would like miss the whole entire show unless The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin came out there. If they weren't there, they weren't watching. It's that, it's that simple. Those were transcendent stars. And that's what I'm saying. Everything, every form of entertainment needs transcendent stars that draws people in. If you don't have that, you're pretty much not going to... Well, I should say sports. You got to have your transcendent stars. If you don't have that, you're not going to draw people in. And it's those people that bring in the big bucks. Yeah, B, what do you think about this? B. B. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, what happened? Oh, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> did, did you hear Adrian's question? All right, well, uh, I, I heard him call my name. I didn't hear the question. Basically, he he asked he was asking you what do you think about of everything we were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so well, going off well, what you just said about um like stars. Uh, 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 what you just said um about uh every at least especially now that every team needs. Okay, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let me let me consolidate a little bit. So basically, what I'm saying, what my argument is, is that is that every sport, every athlete thing, you need that transcendent star to bring people in, so you could bring money to your organization. And so, and I was also telling them, there's different levels. Like there are main inventors, and like like, but you only know in the sports. Like like I, like we were right. talking about wrestling, like Triple H and Shawn Michael, they're main yeah. inventors, absolutely. But they're only made, but you don't know about them unless you watch wrestling. If you don't watch wrestling, you don't know about Triple H. You don't know about Shawn Michaels. You don't know about Undertaker. You don't know about Kane. You don't know about Mankind. You don't know about any of these guys unless you watch wrestling. But you have your transcendent stars at that time with Stone Cold and The Rock that to me where you didn't have to be a wrestling fan. You knew, you knew about these guys. I consider those guys are transcendent stars. And I'm saying like, if you really want to make them big money, every sport, you need to have that transcendent guy to draw people in that's going to be your moneymaker. Like, you know, we can go to the NBA where you have Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant at the end of it. Well, not the end, but like in the mid middle to the end of his career, you know, like you need those guys or Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, you know, who basically saved the NBA. Yeah. So that's kind of my point. So, um, well, I don't say, uh, but we understand that, you know, behind these transcendent stars also, a lot, a lot, a lot of marketing that they put over these guys over others. And these guys are handpicked by the industry to be that transcendent star. Mm. Uh, 
no, no, I'm keep going, B. Just I, I just gotta, I won't be able to hear you for yeah. that. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, for the most case, for the most case, um, uh, I'm not saying all the stars, so some people, you know, that they're, they're really that good. <laughs> I'm not gonna discredit some of these people's talent, you know, um, but. You know, but even still, the marketing for these players, the writing behind these players, uh, 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 they're they're just well made compared to others. <laughs> you know, behind all these sports, there's still a script. <laughs> there's still a script to these guys' characters that these guys, they're not specifically them that's doing it, but the writer that's telling them to play that character. So, uh, um, I'm just gonna say I have to respectfully, totally disagree with that statement. No, it's true. No, I have to, I have to totally disagree, and it goes back to you know what I was telling, because you talk about going behind somebody, you can't just go behind anybody because it doesn't work, and and there's a lot of proof of it when we look at wrestling. Um, going back to 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 Roman Reigns, when like people say say you know like Adrian said he sucks, you know, or he feels like he sucks, and he, uh-huh. he and when he came out, people said he sucked. That's because again they were pushing him, and people noticed that, and it came off it came off like like nobody. It was one of those things where like nobody really wanted him, but the company kept pushing on pushing on pushing on, made him the guy, like he was the guy, but everybody rejected him. To me. To be the guy, to be the guy, you have to have something in you. You can't just, you can't just give the, you can't just make the guy anybody. Not everybody can carry that torch. You can try to. The perfect example of that too, if if you go back to the early '90s, which again, I, I mean, I'm sure you were watching wrestling. Like I wasn't like that, but we were watching it too much. When you go back to, I mean, I'm using wrestling because it's the best example. You go back to the Diesel, um, Kevin Nash when he was the. When, when he was the guy in wrestling, like, like they made him the top guy. When, when he became the, the champion of the entire organization, the ratings fell. You get what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is not anybody can just be the guy. Not everybody can just be that translated superstar. You ha- to me, you have to show that you have it and you earn it. Then they will fall behind you. So I agree to a point, but you can't just put anybody in that role and they make it work. There's been too many examples of, of particularly look at wrestling. Wrestling is a prime example of how many times they they push they try to push people, and it didn't work. I mean, you could look at you know Shawn Michael and Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart were guys that yes, at the time because they had nobody else, they were the only two guys at their time for the short time that they had that were really drawing in wrestling. But they didn't really transcend wrestling. Nobody knew about Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart unless you watch wrestling. But they were the top guys at the time. You bring in a Stone Cold Steve Austin and a Rock who wound up breaking through and be and was had so much charisma and stuff. And, and, and let's just be honest. I mean, I mean, even Stone Cold Steve Austin said himself, if you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin, he didn't he wasn't always the best wrestler. You know, I mean, his best years were behind him when he became the guy, you know. But he had that charisma that drew people in and the attitude, I mean, that you needed that, you know, and he found that character, that word that everybody went behind him. You get what I'm saying? So my whole entire point, this is why I, I have to say I, I definitely disagree that no, you can't just make, you can't just, you could maybe do it like in a storytelling or a movie, but you can't just make anybody a star, put put money behind them and say they're going to work. And again, Roman Reigns, even John Cena proved that, that you can't just do that with anybody. You know, uh, it takes a special well, my point, person. My point was not, but you still can put 
anyone in that row. It doesn't mean they're going to be successful or not. No. But but they have proven many times they can still put anyone in that row. The problem is the, the pick in that row. And, and that's why I said I had to disagree with it. You, you could try to put people in the row, but if they can't draw, then you basically you basically just waste your time. You know, you got to move like, on to the like, next guy. Huh? <laughs> then they move on to the next guy. No, yeah. I, I, but, but that's my, but, but that's it. You're kind of proving my point because that's what I'm saying. Say, saying not anybody can do it. You can but try I'm to not, put people in that role, but you I, can't do it. Only... No, my, my point is, I, I'm not saying anyone, everyone could be at that role, but I was saying they can't put anyone in that role, succeed or not. They can't, they can still do it. And they have done many a time. But my whole entire thing, and like I said, that, 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 that's what I'm saying. It has to work though. You can't, you can't, you can't be that draw, drawing transcendent guy, guy if it doesn't work. It has to work. That's my yeah. entire point. If it doesn't work, then you're just throwing people, you're just throwing people to a wall. But I'm saying, if you want to make the big bucks, you need those guys. And I'm saying, like, they're far, it's hard to find them. No, you, I agree with you to the point where you can put anybody in the role. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But it, but, but what I'm saying is. Yeah. It doesn't work. You need you need those particular people, like he said, like Hulk Hogan, like you know, yeah, like Hulk Hogan, like The Rock, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, John Cena to a point, yes, I would say John Cena to a point. You know, but it's not in the same level as those three guys, like a Michael Jordan with his game, like a Kobe Bryant at the middle. Not at the beginning. I'll be like, let's be honest. At the beginning, unless you were in the basketball Blakers fan, nobody really knew about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, after that 81-point game, became that transcendent guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, my, my whole entire point being is, is that you need those, if you really want to make the big bucks, you know, like with boxing with Mike Tyson, who was really that transcendent guy, or Muhammad Ali, who he, I wasn't alive to see, but still know his name and still know he's one of the greatest boxers of all time, you know? You gotta have those trans transcendent skies to draw to your sport to make the big bucks. That's my point. Yeah, no, you're and, and you're right. You're right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not uh, going to argue that because that's true. Um, you know, the guy that every sport needs to to uh, that did succeed and whoever trying and everything had to do to get there. To sell those tickets. No. Uh, I said in the sports, you got Jordan, you know, LeBron, Kobe. You know. Yeah, I like that. Uh, wrestling, you got uh, the Rock, Stone Cold, and uh, uh, John Cena to, uh, to a degree. Uh, he was a lot bigger back then than, than now, that's for sure. <laughs> and after that whole, uh, uh, that, I guess, apology letter that John Cena that apology speech or whatever they did not too long ago apologize to China. A lot of people uh, don't, don't like John Cena no more. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if you, you heard about that. Oh, yeah, no, I, I heard about it. I actually watched it. I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, that definitely hurt his stock. Yeah, I was like, I was just weird. <laughs> Yeah, that was, yeah I, I heard a lot of people 
Sauce and Corn, John Cena after that. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, bro, we can't, can't be folk with you. <laughs> and it's funny because back in the day, he was like the American wrestler. Like, he was like, he was basically the whole right. Kogan. And I yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't remember that era. The dangers are there. Nope. Yo, James. Uh, <laughs> I need to stop saying your real name, bro. <laughs> I, left. I don't know who you talking to. <laughs> So, did you like B's answer? I mean, he answered it. Uh-huh. I didn't know if I was supposed to like anybody's answers. I respect y'all answers, but, you know. I mean, we kind of got off the fact that we was talking about Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. That's true. That's true. <laughs> See, but I guess it's, uh, you know, John Cena and The Rock are more interesting than Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I can't really argue that. <laughs> there we have it. Uh, damn. All right, so what else I, you got? Go ahead, B. Uh, no, I had no argument to that statement. <laughs> yeah, I can't really argue that one. <laughs> uh, I, you know what, B? You, you didn't really comment because you were kind of on mute. Do you want to comment about the Floyd, Logan and Floyd? Well, you, I think you did, but do you have anything else to add before you move on? Nah, everything's famous. Y'all pretty much said what I was going to say. So. <laughs> well, I, let me okay. ask you personally. Who won the fight? Oh, well, as far as uh, uh, Floyd won the fight. (laughs) But wait a minute. Logan Paul said he won the fight. Yeah. uh, In the dream before he had that fight. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, like I said, I'm the nice guy here, and I'll say it straight up. I mean, like I said, Logan Paul, I mean, again, he's raw potential. And I'll say that much. He's, he, I, re, I, I mean, yeah, he got in the ring. Respect. I respect it. Like I said, I respect any man who's willing, willing to get in the ring. Oh, you know what, James? What? How much? How much does a man have to pay you to step in the ring? What is your price? With who? Uh, doesn't matter. What is your price? Price to get in the ring? No, it matters. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, you got to see it. Yeah. Yeah, put a name in there. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you you because it, it matters a whole lot. One of you two, oh man, give me ten thousand. I'm there. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, uh, you know that Mike Tyson at the age he's at now. Oh uh, no, nah, I need at least four five million. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm, give me at least uh, at least ten. Okay, B. What about you? Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I definitely going to need uh, uh, enough to uh, <laughs> repair my face if I got a good hit. If it hit me good enough. <laughs> so, but for Floyd, uh, 
I at the lowest, I, I got, I got like five million at the lowest. At the lowest, Mike Tyson. <laughs> you got to get, you got to get me a premium price. You got to put like, you got, you got to put the hundred million dollar tag on that one. Because uh, <laughs> I know what is in my not the cylinder. I'm, I'm going for the world. Oh, that! <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not surviving the song from Mike Tyson. Even at this age, I'm not a psychic. I'm more confident surviving the song from Floyd, though. I I know I can survive the song from Floyd. <laughs> Mike, that's uh, Mike Tyson. That's a different story. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be like Nate Robson, knocked out. Go ahead, real quick, real quick. And if y'all want to denounce your friendship after that fight, I would not even be mad at that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll say this oh, about man. I'll say this because we never talk. I'll, I'll say this about the Nate Robinson fight. You know, the thing about Nate Robinson's fight is not the fact that he got hit. It's not the fact that he got laid out. It's the means, man. Those means yeah. were brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing that I don't know if I can take. It's the means. Those were pretty bad. Yeah, nah, I guess yeah, yeah. These memes, man, they ain't no joke, man. <laughs> like, if you want to win on Twitter, saw the memes of people um, saying about that fight. That shit was hilarious, bro. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It was kind of like, well, it, uh, it was as bad as Nate, but before LeBron James, uh, before he became a champion, you remember all those memes people used to make about him each year he, that he kept uh, each year that he lost. Yeah, but that's not as bad as being not. No, no, yeah, no, I would say it's not as bad, but I could take those. I could, I, I couldn't <laughs> take the Nate. Those were bad. Those were brutal. Man, yeah, man, yeah, man. The, the the new, the new, I guess, new harassment. Well, I guess I can't say it's a new thing, but yeah, man. These means be brutal, man. Yeah, the that's what brutal. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I I could deal with losing. I could deal with knockout. I can't deal with those means, man. Those are brutal. Right. Those are brutal. And they stay forever too. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's died down. Like I'm not thinking about it anymore. But I don't care. That first day, dude. Dude, I sent some to Keith, and man, we was just busting up laughing. Like those. I mean, respect to Nate, man. I mean, I blame his team not for not getting him ready for that fight. That makes no sense because they're saying that dude didn't even didn't even have a sparring match. So, I mean, that makes no sense. I didn't know he had no sparring. From what they're saying, he didn't even spar. 
shit. He 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 was just being trained on that like nah dude like that's why I say yeah you gotta blame his team that like his yeah. team was that that your job as a team I mean eight um James what how important is a team to a boxing match? I mean, in, in pretty much anything, a, a team is essential. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm I'm more talking about, and if you could touch on it a little bit, how important is is your third boxing team? Because everybody looks at the boxer. How important is is a boxing team team to help a boxer get ready for a match? How important is that? I'm telling you, and then I keep saying it's in all. Every sport is important. I mean, boxing is just you putting more emphasis on boxing because somebody's hitting you. Like, literally, you're trying to teach this guy not to get hit and killed by this other guy. So, you know, you got to, I mean, between sparring and then your, your team studying the other fighter and how he fights and adjusting you and teaching you how to, you know, avoid, okay, avoid the right hand, avoid the right hand. He's going to go to the body. You know, he's got everybody's got their combination of punches and shit they throw. So you're, you're like, this dude's right hand is dangerous. This dude's left foot is dangerous. Whatever, whatever. You know. So they're supposed to be constantly getting you into that and training you how to counter and then making it muscle memory and robotic on how to how to counteract that and how to throw punches. So, bye, bye. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I, I I mean, and let me just say, say this. I mean. Basically, your team, at least in boxing, can mean the. I'm specifically talking about boxing. Basically, your team could basically mean the difference between you winning and losing a fight. Basically, for the not not for the whole entire thing, for for the most part. Yeah. Famous for for the uh, preparation, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> Why that man say? Just like any. Uh, uh, sports that uh, uh, that's like a martial art, man. You gotta train, man. You gotta mm-hmm. train because uh, you know one little mistake man, that could be the end of your life. Yeah, a lot of times, especially with with, with anybody, they they kind of make like people like, well, you're so great, you don't need nobody. I'm like, nah, man, like like it doesn't like your team is there to get you ready for that shit, that shit to like it's like like what Adrian said to prepare you to give you that muscle memory to particularly on who you're fighting. Look at tapes and all that stuff. That's their job. If you don't have a team that probably doesn't get get you ready, particularly if they don't get you in there sparring with anybody, and you're about to have a boxing match, you got a pretty bad team. That's your job. Your job, your job is not it's not necessarily to win the fight. That's the boxer job is to go out there and perform. Your job is to do everything you can, everything you can to get your fighter ready to take a hit. That's all I'm saying. You're correct. Because no, there, there's no way I would ever go into a boxing match without at least sparring with at least two or three or uh, whoa. Probably more than that, we're sparring with some guys. I need to get some hits. Right. I need to get hit. I need to hit people. Right. It's just like when I used to fight. Until I got hit, I wasn't ready for it. Once I got hit, it was on. I, remember, I need that uh, first hit. Punch me. 
I remember uh, I was with a guy on YouTube. He was a military guy. He was on YouTube. So he was, he was telling the story. And I, um, if I could find me, I, I, I could post that story. But he was telling the, sto- he was telling the story of um, when, he, um, when he was training for boxing. You know, after the military, he yeah, he, he had all his confidence. You know, he had that military trainer. And uh, no, he went to the boxing ring. He didn't train or nothing. And he was, he was sparring with someone. And that person hit him in the face, broke his nose. And he, and he said, he said, man, after that day, man, that dude humbled the hell out of me. Because he was saying, like, I ain't going to lie, man. I walked out there. I, I walked out that box free. My feelings were hurt. Man. That's why... It- <laughs> That that that's why it's it's a different beast, you know. Like like when you yeah. talk to certain people, like there's a difference between training for something and having to do it, you know. A lot of times, right. you know. Right. I mean, no, okay, no, I, I won't say that. <laughs> it's a truth, I won't say it. Um, uh, because I yeah, I don't want I don't want to say it. But um, like like it's very it's it's kind of like like um who was that good dude's name? Oh, I forgot his name. Uh, I I forgot I forgot dude's name. But anyways, you know, oh no no okay here's a better example. It's like me and Adrian when we were talking about last time about you know Floyd Floyd Mayweather fighting in MMA c- compared to you know fighting in a boxing ring. Floyd Mayweather would not survive in, in MMA at all. No, at all. You know that's the thing. Like like Jay Paul is people want to talk about Ben Askren like oh he's funny he's a joke because he got knocked out by Jay Paul. People don't understand Ben Askren's not a not a striker he's a wrestler. And like I said, he run most of his fights by by tap, tapping people out. I'm I'm here to tell you straight up, if you put a boxer in with a, like a judo expert, nine out of ten the boxer's gonna lose. Yeah. Because like like that ground and pound is no joke. Yeah. Like it, it, it it's it's no joke. So that's the thing. Like, like just because you train, just because you're a fighter, it's like what me and what me and Keith are arguing does not mean you're prepared for a different stage, you know, like, or, or you're prepared for life. Like just because, just because you fight a dude, like this is why, why they like, back in the day, I used to, I, when I used to grow up with people who, who I've actually seen knock niggas out, have told me straight to my face, I would never fight a trained fighter. Yeah. You know, like these guys have, I've watched these dudes knock niggas out in front of my face and have said to my face, I would never fight a trained fighter ever. I mean, hell, even if we like leave professional field and say something like like for instance like people who's in the gym a lot when they go when they actually go do something like hiking they can't do it yeah they're done because uh because uh, they're, they're used to working at a gym it's like it can try to emulate you know walking miles walking up heels and all that other stuff that would never replace the real thing yeah, because so you, it, yeah, yeah, because you train different mu- muscles and you train specific muscles for those things. Exactly. So it, it it's like it's like who was it? But like like when working out was becoming big in basketball, I was watching like a little series on it. They basically uh, said like when you work out, so you can continue to raise your arms and shoot, you need to uh, stretch to exactly. keep your keep your body loose because if not, you won't be able to move your arms, whatever. Exactly, and that's why I'm big on. Uh, uh, Dynamic workouts, the workouts that's working out, uh, 
doing real physical activities uh, besides just using the weights. Because well, for me personally, I, I don't care about uh, no guinea pig and muscular and all that other stuff. I just want to make sure I'm toned as, as flexible as possible. Now, that's uh, that's 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 why why I focus on when it comes to working out. Yeah, I mean, uh, me personally, I mean, I like to stretch usually. I mean, like that. That's why I like to. Plus, they say stretching is good for you because it helps. It, it it helps to make sure you don't get injured. But that's why, like, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big stretching guy. Like, like I like running and I like stretching. Yeah, 